Welcome to the Entrepreneur Accelerator Podcast. I'm your host, Reem Kharbat. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners who want to accelerate their success in life and in business. And whether you're new to the business world, This show will help you because it's a mix of my own experience on how I built my three businesses in five years after being a top-notch executive in the corporate world. And I also speak with influencers and top leaders in the industry to help you and inspire you in mindset, marketing, strategy, sales, and everything in between. If you're new to the show, welcome. I'm the host of T and the founder of the Entrepreneur Accelerator Lab, a mentoring program, and I'm here to help you and inspire you launch and grow your business without wasting years of your life. If you'd like to learn more strategies, more seven-figure strategies, and you want to be surrounded by like-minded people, I encourage you to join my community on Facebook, Entrepreneur Accelerator Lab, where I give you all my experience and all the trainings that will help you start and launch your business using seven-figure launch strategies. I hope that you will enjoy this episode. It's an amazing one, and I'm sure you will have lots of uh, takeaways from it. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Enjoy. Okay, hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Entrepreneur Accelerator podcast. Uh, In today's episode, I'm super excited because we're going to touch on a very sensitive topic. I've been um, getting a lot of questions from a lot of uh, uh, friends online, entrepreneur friends and business owners. You know, we all go through a lot when it comes to building a business, having a family, wanting to succeed, wanting to prove ourselves impact lives, make changes. And at the same time, you go to bed and you feel like, you know, you're so empty and life has no meaning. And you feel like you want more, but you don't know what it is. And in today's today's episode, I have um, a very special guest that was referred by the amazing Randy Garn. Um, His name is Dr. Alok Trivedi. He's a human performance doctor and media personality who helps entrepreneurs train their brains to maximize clarity, income, and fulfillment. He's the author of Chasing Success, Lessons Aligned Uh, Lessons in Aligned Performance, and he has been featured in so many top media. Um, He shared the stage with legends such as Bob Proctor, Brian Tracy, and Grant Cardone, just to name a few. And today we're going to be talking about so many topics that I know that you've been wanting me to answer. But, you know, why me? When we have the expert himself, Dr. Alec, thank you so much for being here in the Entrepreneur Accelerator. I'm super excited to have you with me. Oh, thank you, Reem. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, when you say you're a doctor, I feel a little bit intimidated. Are we going to talk about science today or what is it exactly? Well, you know, I have a hard time not talking about science. So I may have to drop some science inside of it to give some validation, but I promise to keep it as simple as possible. (laughs) So we won't get lost in the minutiae. 
Awesome. That's, that's amazing. Because I know that you also come from, um, you were a doctor and you were very successful at your, at what you were doing. Um, but you also found yourself at a certain point where you had this maybe roadblock or you felt something. Can you just share with us a little bit uh, about your background and how did you start doing what you are doing now? How did you start impacting lives of entrepreneurs moving from being a doctor into also saving other people's lives, but in a different way. Yeah, it was really interesting, Green. Thanks for that question. It was really interesting. I started doing this thing like, uh, you know, I, I grew up in Canada and, and I grew up with an Indian background, right? And my parents, you know, my parents were East Indian, but I lived in a Western world and I tried mm. to chase this idea of success mm. and still live with Eastern philosophies. And it was really this, this conflict that was going on inside of me for many years that I didn't know was it success, was it fulfillment, and how do you how do you do that? But since I was a young kid, I really wanted to understand how the brain works and how do how do we get that? How does mm-hmm. like there's got to be a way we've got to be able to live maximally, have high performance thinking, and to live a life where we can actually inspire ourselves and other people. There's got to be a way to do that. I couldn't figure mm-hmm. it out at the time. And so I was fortunate enough to become, um, you know, a doctor and started working with patients. And I came from a chiropractic background, so I was rewiring patients. Mm. And then I started realizing that their problems were actually in their mind. And I started doing all this research around the brain. And but I looked at it from a very different perspective, right? Neuroscientists, neurobiologists, medical doctors—they look at the brain from one perspective. Mm. But from my research, it's only half of it. They're missing a major part of the entire brain psychology system. And when I looked at it, I was able to start helping people and healing people. And, and all of a sudden, people's brains started to shift. And then money started to change. And then income mm. started to change. Mm. And then it was like, oh, okay, hold on. Wait, let me, let me see what I'm doing here. But then, honestly, I fell into a world where I was struggling with this idea of success. And, and you know, I was married, kids, had the house, had everything you're supposed to have. And um, I looked at myself in the mirror and said, there's got to be more to life because I, I had done all the things that as entrepreneurs, we get into this world to get into this, to sit and get that glorious success, right? Yes. We get it. And then I was sitting there. I was like, I got, I got nothing. I'm empty. Like I'm yes. empty. And I smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. Well, not two every day, but you know, I was drinking all the time. I was 50 pounds overweight and I, oh. I looked in the mirror and I said, I'm a doctor. I, like, I don't understand this. So I chased this other journey and then honestly, Reem, I'm going to say something maybe controversial to start this podcast. And, and, and I followed the traditional paths of personal development and success, and it led me nowhere. Mm. And what I mean by it led me nowhere, it led me nowhere to the point that I couldn't figure out how to go and rewire my own thinking. Like I would talk to people and they'd say, well, you know, you got to have a vision. You got to have these boards on your walls. You got to have these mission, these vision boards and you stare at that. And that's going to be the path to success. Now you're, you're a CFO. So you're a tactical lady, right? It's strategy. It's, it's numbers, it's metrics, but putting something on a wall and meditating on it is going to make me successful is kind of a far-fetched fantasy idea. And I don't live in that world, right? I don't live in that fantasy. I'm a scientist at the end of the day. I'm a doctor. And so I remember, and I sat there, Reem, and I, and I pulled out all my neuron, and I was frustrated. I was struggling. I had no money. I had nothing. And I had hit rock bottom. And my, I was in the middle of a massive divorce. Um, I couldn't oh. see my kids at the time. It was just really, really rough. And I asked all these personal development gurus that I worked with, I was backstage with. I'm like, I, someone help me. Someone help me. Mm. And and I couldn't, and I did everything everyone told me to do the way I was supposed to do. I got up at 5 a.m. I, I did the affirmations. I did all these things. And I said, you know what? If I'm going to fix my life, Reem, 
it wasn't working. If I said, uh, if I'm going to fix my life, it's going to come down to me getting down into the nitty gritty and wiring, rewiring my own brain. And mm-hmm. I did. I started the journey. I remember the a moment very crystal. You know, everyone has that pinnacle moment in their life. And I got it. And that was my pinnacle moment where I began working with my brain and I figured out all the connections, interconnections, the, the root experiences that we have, how you have to rewire them, how we have to, the processes, the tools, the strategies that we need to take to, to rewire this whole thing to get us to live really, an, and I'll call it an abundant life, but I'll put a general term with it, a life that we are inspired to live. So that's kind of a long-winded answer for uh, maybe a short question. No, no, absolutely. You know, because you mentioned um, you're so relevant. Like I've heard so many people, I've been through so similar stories and uh, I know so many people who are currently going through the same uh, where you feel like, okay, the next big project is, you know, is what I'm really looking for. And when I hit that thing, I'll be like the happiest (laughs) man on earth. And then it works, you know, you succeed, you make that, for example, you you get that project, you get that lead, you get that deal. But then by the end of the day, you feel like, okay, uh, that's it. Uh, What's next? And you always chase the next thing. You always chase the next thing that you really don't know what it is. And when is going to end? So what this really, it's very interesting, very exciting for me because how can we, how can we really like um, what I know, for example, is that based on your subconscious and, and the experiences that you have or you had during your ch- childhood, for example, is imprinted. And sometimes it might be maybe difficult to change. Like, how do you how how do you do that like how do you help people change their behavior let's say and change the way they look at money i know they're like the money mindset and the mindset and it's it's all you said it i'm a very tactical person you don't see it so how can you change it <laughs> i completely get it right so let me just if i can just take a step back just to kind of orient us so we can understand the difference right because people used to use some some terminology interchangeably but they're not Mm. And so I want to just clear some distinctions inside of it so that we can be clear in our discussion. Like, first of all, people use the term mindset, right? Let's let mm. define mm. what that is. People use the term mindset as everything to do with their, their mind, their thinking, their brain, everything. It's just everything true. is mindset. Mm. It's not true. That's not mm. actually true. The mindset is a collection of the beliefs, the behaviors, and the habits. That's what nice. it is. It's the mm-hmm. beliefs, behaviors, mm-hmm. and habits. But what controls that is the way that you think about the mindset. Right, mm-hmm. It's the way that you think that makes the difference. Because thinking, by definition, controls and coordinates the beliefs, the behaviors, and the habits. Mm-hmm. So working mindset is actually a symptom, is what I figured out. And mm-hmm. the truth is we have to really get to thinking. And what we've got to be able to do is we've got to think at what I call a high-performance level. Mm-hmm. And entrepreneurs, more than ever, need to think at a high-performance level to be able to manage and navigate and mitigate all the stresses that are going on in the world. True. And they're responsible for not only themselves and their family, but every other family that, that they're, they're employed by, right? Like in a True. Sense. And so let's, let's create that distinction because it, I'm not a mindset coach. I'm a mm. high-performance thinking expert. Amazing. And so there's a vast difference. And no, so if we start thinking about that, I call it two different ways. Number one, you have zones of thinking. And zones of thinking come down to zones of desperation or what I call low-level, you know, lower, 
lower level thinking or high performance thinking is really in what I call the zone of inspiration. The distinction between, between this two is that if you're in a state in your body neurologically where you're stressed out and you can't manage that stress, believe it or not, you're actually in a low performance thinking level. Mm. And the secret to it is to be able to be able to manage the situation around you. Hans Selye, who some people will know, and not to get too geeky for a second, but is the father of stress, right? He, he defined stress many years ago. He was a German, German doctor in the 40s, I believe he, he defined it. And he, said, and he defined what stress was. But here's the secret that I, I realized early on in practice is that stress, if I was to define it very clearly, is the inability to adapt to a changing environment. Mm. True. As an entrepreneur, true. environments are always changing. We're always navigating. We're always adapting. But if you stay stuck and you stay rigid, you now drop yourself into low-performance thinking. So true. So true. I, I love that because, you, you know, and you mentioned it, it's, it's like you, really you're stuck because you, you prefer to stay in your comfort zone. You don't want to stretch it. It's just exactly like exercising because I'm exercising lately. So I, I, I know how it feels. <laughs> I want to stay laying down and not moving. But I know that when I go to the gym and I want to like train those muscles and stretch them and it hurts. And yeah. it, I'm getting or I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. And I know it's exactly the same thing when you are starting something new or when you when something happens. Last year, the pandemic changed the whole world and everybody went and still uh, uh, going crazy because we're losing our businesses. We're losing clients, no money. Uh, sure. uh, businesses are shutting down. A lot of stress if it's not physically, mentally, people around you are panicking. So you really need to like step up and as you said just maybe think in a very high level way uh, just different than anybody else um, it's really interesting i loved how you uh, even um, described it and made that distinction between also mindset and and um, what you're doing so I know, for example, I read the book uh, High Performance Habits for uh, Brendan Bouchard, and we're talking about these six elements of, you know, um, creating necessity and raise, raising necessity and uh, demonstrating courage and all these things. Is it also related, like the way that you're looking at things and you're helping entrepreneurs, is it in a similar manner or you're going deeper into the brain, only the way uh, uh, the entrepreneur think? Yeah, so let me, let me create another distinction, if that's okay. Mm -hmm, right? Habits are a byproduct of thinking. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example of this, right? If you think that, uh, let's, say, let's say you're in business and you have to prospect, right? And you have to go get new leads. Every business needs new leads. Sure. Like every, that's just across the board. It doesn't matter what business, yours, mine. It could be the painter down the road. It doesn't make a difference. Every business needs new leads. So if you have a resistance towards leads, Right, you're going to mm -hmm. then sit and say symptomatically, and I mean no disrespect to anybody like Stephen Covey or Brandon or anyone in that capacity, because people do this, right? Some people work on their habits, right? They'll sit and they'll force themselves to try and get themselves into new habits, right? Mm -hmm. Just like you said with working out, you're forcing yourself to say, okay, I'm going to do this for a time period, but what? Here's the problem: a habit takes over 256 days of habitual action in your brain to create the neural patterns for it to become something repetitively. Now that's not, scary because I heard it's only 60 days. No. Oh my God. <laughs> to become a habit, mm. right? 
if you're functioning from that level of thinking. It takes that long. Mm -hmm. However, if you look at it from a perspective and you actually rewire your thinking and move it to a high performance level, and you don't have to create stress around it. Here's the differentiator that, that what I've realized is that people think you have to cross the barrier and the bridge of fear. Mm-hmm. When you're in a high performance thinking state, you don't have to. It's no, there's no fear to cross, it's adaptability. And you become adaptable to the environment. You become adaptable to the situation. So fear, fear is only relative in our mind. We know mm-hmm. this, fear is only mm-hmm. in, in our own awareness because fear only exists in the future. It can't exist anywhere else. So we think we're going to experience more pain than pleasure. So going back to your habits, the conversation here is that the habits that we have, if we're just trying to change habits, we're really working against the grain. Mm. The secret is change the way you think, then automatically your habits follow that. I'll give you another example of this. I work a lot in healthcare with my history. And I've dealt with patients with weight loss and, and different programs with different companies and that where I help people. And people will say, you know, we got to change their habits, like with Weight Watchers. You got to change their habits and things like that. Yeah. These programs don't sustain, right? The, the, they don't, the national average for most of these weight loss programs is 3%. Mm. Because you can't change a habit unless you change the thinking behind the habit. Interesting. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. I love that. But okay. Because um, it's also intimidating when someone feels that something will change. You know, if I want to, ch- I don't want anything to change. I want to stay uh, exactly um, the way I am, but I want my life to change. Yeah. And when you say change the way you think, how can you change? Because let me tell you something. For example, my father is 77 years old and he mm-hmm. is one of the most handsome people ever. And he's very healthy and he's very strong and he's very wise. But he always tell, he always says that it's impossible for you to change a, a man. You know, if he is this way, then he is this way. He's born this way and you can never change him, you know. Okay, I'm not talking about my husband or anything, but, you know. <laughs> but, but seriously, like, is it really that you can never change the way you think you were raised like this? Is it genetic? No. Is it something that is... You know, uh, what do I have to do? Is there some sort of a ritual that I have to do in order for me to just change the way I think? Like, what, what is it? it, it it's, it's processes, it's tools, it's strategies that you've got to do consciously. It's not like, just like you have to exercise. When you want to work out your, your arms, you got to do bicep curls mm, to get mm-hmm. your biceps growing, right? So it's like saying, I got to work out my entire muscular system. But it, there's you, things you specifically have to do. If you want to work back, you got to do lat pull downs, and you got to work mm. that exercise. There's specific tools and exercises to do this. We know this as a fact. The old thinking was this: the old model of, I'll call it personal development or psychology, was mm. that oh, after 25 years old, your brain stops learning. You stop learning yeah. at that point, mm. and that's not true. We now know because there's something called neuroplasticity. It's a big long term for those that don't are familiar with it what it just means is that the brain is always adapting and changing and evolving it's not constant so mm-hmm. right now as i hope i'm helping your your viewership and yourself learn more about thinking automatically the brain is wiring and creating new pathways now those pathways are being created because you're learning something new they found they found out that the secret to living a long life is learn new things. 
keep learning new things. And as entrepreneurs, that's our gift. We're constantly learning, right? Yeah. Now, the secret is if you're trying to change the way you think, the first step I tell people is that you have to gain greater awareness. Now, that's not arbitrary. What I mean by greater awareness is you have to learn more about what you're learning about, mm -hmm. right? So you, as a CFO, as a finance, as an entrepreneur, you knew everything about money. If there was a problem, a situation that came up, you had to not look at it from one angle. You had to look at it from every angle to gain greater awareness, True. right? And then you got greater awareness around it. It's the same thing with our thinking, right? It's the same thing with our thoughts. What do we, what's the challenge that we really have? Number one, we got to gain, gain greater awareness. Number two, we've got to look at that awareness and ask ourselves the two major questions. Number one, it's always survival-based. Mm. What's the worst that will happen if this goes through? Mm. And the second is what's the best case scenario? Mm. People think that abundance is the secret. Your brain isn't built on abundance. Your brain is built on survival, mm. right? And so a lot of times us as entrepreneurs, we get into this world thinking, okay, with this hope and this dream and this, this idea that we're going to go out and create this global, you know, we're going to be the next Bill Gates or the next Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> and we may not, <laughs> but we want to make our own life and we want to live on our own terms, which is so amazing. But the secret to it is to protect the things that you don't lose them. The brain works on protection, not abundance. Does that kind of help to start the process at least? Yeah, uh, I, I really like I really like that because it, it makes me think. And um, I'm thinking about a lot of things, you know, now, uh, especially if you're also one of those who love the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich and, you know, sure. and, uh, you know, you just said that we as maybe not just entrepreneurs, as a human being, we live based on survival and not just abundance or not even abundance. Um, because also there are so many people who tell you that they, they say the opposite, that they say everything is abundant around us. So you have to uh, just manifest and you will get everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wish that was the, look, as a CFO, as a doctor, I, I get it, right? I can go into the science of quantum physics and understanding the man. <laughs> Let me just say this, if I can, if, and I hope, I hope not to, to piss off too many of your viewers yeah, when I say this. Yeah. I'll say it anyways. <laughs> Most people want to live in the law of attraction, but mm. really they live in the law of repulsion. Wow. Because in order to attract, you must repel. Because it's the laws in physics. Attraction and repulsion go hand in hand. It's a magnetic law. Mm. So you can't take one side without looking at the other side. Most people aren't looking at the other side because, look, at the end of the day, it sounds better to say attraction. Of course it does. Mm. But most people are living in repulsion, hoping for attraction. And I'm trying to tell people, say, look, there's a science to thinking, right? Until now, until, and I'm not the only person. Like there's, like there's research out there, right? Like, and I put together my processes, my tools, my strategies. But, you know, Napoleon Hill said it really well. And, and Keith Cunningham, who's a great business person, he says it himself. He's like, think and grow rich. And the first word is think, right? Exactly. We've got to think. But exactly. until recently, until now with neuroscience and neuroplasticity and understanding, we now know the science of how to think and mm. adapt. Mm. We didn't have that before. So 
all the predecessors of personal development and all these people have come along and created such a great industry. Like I'm just standing on the shoulders of these giants and saying, look, we can now take this to the next level and say there's, there's the next tier that we can now adapt and learn the science of thinking because there's processes, tools, strategies that work 100% of the time when you use them. That's, that's one of the greatest things that we have today, I think. Yeah, amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Um, really, like, it's, it's a very interesting topic. So if, if let's say, entrepreneurs who are stuck, yeah. who, as you said, they want more money, but they don't know what to do. They want more leads. They don't know what to do. They want more fulfillment. Is there, um, so you said it's, you help with the way how we think or how people think. Is it, yeah. is, is there like different strategies for diff, for each problem or is it all the same? Like, how do you take each case and help it go through what is it stuck with? It's a great question. So what I've isolated is there's five different stages of thinking, five different barriers in thinking, mm-hmm. right? And depression, grief, anxiety, yes. um, stress, and and personal depression. Like I, I call them, I separate them. Those mm-hmm. five states, in essence, stop you from moving forward. Now, all of us at some level as entrepreneurs create that. I'll give you an example, right? Maybe you're an entrepreneur and you have a goal that you want to do a million dollars. And you didn't. And instead of a million dollars, you did $973,000. But you said a million dollars and you attach your identity to this idea that it's a million dollars. And if you don't get that, what's going to happen is that you're going to fall yourself into a depression. You beat yourself. Instead of appreciating the 973, you beat yourself up. And emotions are the feedback to let you know that you're out of the state of inspiration. Mm. Emotions are not to be, and I know what everyone says, I'm saying exactly the opposite because emotions is what leads people to go into depression and chaos and anxiety and stress and and all these things. Without emotions, you don't experience those things. Mm. They don't happen. Thinking, but then what we've got to do is say, what's the emotion that's happening? And if the emotion is depression, anxiety, and stress, then you got to ask yourself the question, where is your thinking skewed? Mm. Where is your thinking out of objectiveness, mm. right? Because as, as a CFO, you look at business objectively, not your opinion, not, a, not your emotions. It's objectively. Mm. Thinking is about objectivity as well. Mm-hmm. Thinking is about looking at it objectively. However, we look at thinking as an emotional construct versus an objective construct. Love so, it. Mm. I hope that makes sense. I, I know that makes of- that makes complete sense. That it's it's really, really, really interesting because I've even thinking about how most like ninety nine percent of entrepreneurs they go through. I don't know how to say it in English. I think it's called burnout. Like you feel yeah. like you're oh, yeah. doing everything. You. You, you you've done it all you know yeah. you feel like you're stuck you're not moving you, you, you something should change as you said it might be just the last you know hundred bucks to reach the million dollar but it's <laughs> yeah. it's sad because yes it it will take you through stages of if of emotions and so, and i'm just thinking like how can you really when you are so 
deeply sinking in in one of these stages how can you pull yourself up oh, yeah. and, and you definitely need help can you do it by yourself or do you really have to seek help like you know i, I don't know i i, I... I will tell you this, maybe you're gifted, maybe people are gifted that they can start doing it themselves. I wasn't, I really had to like, I was gifted in the ability that I had resources, I had knowledge, I had education, but I couldn't do it like following other people. There's something, the, the authenticity factor, right? And I always like to say that the brain and the body is trying to get you to be authentic to who you are. Mm. It really is. Everything I've studied with the brain and the body, it's, it's trying to get you authentic. And every symptom that you have whether it be in your business or in your body, is a, I'll call it a light, let's use this term lightly, a manifestation of mm -hmm. imbalanced thinking, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And all of that takes shape and form. And what's happening is that your physiology, your body, your, everything is a reflection of that. So can you do it on your own? If you're wise enough to, then yeah, maybe you can. And, and maybe, you know, uh, maybe you can. But in my experience, um, with the tools I've been able to create and understand, understanding all these different things, I'm able to cut these things in half. Can I, can I give you an example just to give you something that's really like so far-fetched? I had an entrepreneur come to me recently, and the mind and body are connected, right? We know this, and, and as a doctor, like I've played with this, but I had this entrepreneur come to me, and we look at business as just one platform of a problem, and we say, okay, everything's related to business. Mm. Right. That's it. That's but that's not where all the problems sit by any capacity. Mm. It's all in your thinking, different parts of your life. So I had this client. She came to me, and she owned several businesses, successful financially in every ounce of the word. Right, multi-million dollar businesses, really well. And when 17 years ago, she was in a car accident, mm. and in that car accident, she ends up, and her one-year-old daughter actually dies in the car accident. Mm. Oh my God. Too super tragic, right? Mm. Completely tragic. Mm. And it sounds crazy, but she comes to me. She, she was referred to me. She gets to me somehow as an entrepreneur. And most this is where people come to me who are entrepreneurs, but there's so many other things going on in their life that I have to rewire their thinking toward to get them a high-performance thinker. And she comes to me, and I said, okay, let's, let's see what's going on. Now, this lady, Reem, is 5'9", and she weighs 80 pounds. Oh, my God. Mm. And the doctors have said to her that literally she's going to wilt away like she's going to she's going to be in a wheelchair she's 48 years old she's going to by the time she's 50 she's in a wheelchair oh, wow. and she's like that's that's her life i said ah, i don't think so because i know very well that emotions are a true factor of what's going on with your thinking and how it affects you so i said to her i said okay great i said we're going to fix this and she's like how are you going to fix this and i did this in front of a group of people in front of my one of my groups um i said let's go fix it so She's had this grief for, what, 17 plus years. And in 40 minutes, I rewired her thinking. And she was completely grateful and honored and was completely rewired and was completely grateful of her daughter passing away. Mm -hmm. Didn't want to change a thing. Her emotions of grief and shame all went away. And here's the interesting thing about this, Serene, that I, that I want to share with you, is that in three weeks... What she hasn't been able to do in 17 years, she gained 10 pounds. Oh, wow. So even she gained her health back. That's amazing. That's right. 
it's not just it's not just about money it's not about uh, oh my god that's that's absolutely phenomenal to be honest i also i was just checking here because i think i read something about you you helped someone also triple their income or something mm -hmm. i can't find it but yep. it's amazing it's amazing when because you know as you said it's all correlated uh success is not just about money success is relative uh, for me it can be just be happy and having or maintaining a happy life and family spending more time with my daughter and my husband and creating memories this is success for me and at the same time um, for other people it's just as you said maybe getting this one million dollar um, but it's all together you know uh, and and it's really a, a brave thing is just to come and seek help when you feel that you are stuck at certain thing and just go to the experts and the right people who can help you get out of this. We are change makers. Entrepreneurs are changing the world and we have to just step up our game. And as you said, doctor, we have to be at a different wave and think in a, in a different yes. way at a higher, higher level to help ourselves and help others. So um, that's absolutely awesome. I really enjoyed what, um, what you've shared with us. And I really would like to know if I know that you have, you're having a challenge or something coming soon, right? Uh, we, we actually have an event coming up mm -hmm. here. I, I do an event, um, and this will be a last get real event, but uh, there's a new event that I'm actually going to be launching called total rewire. And Total Rewire is where we take your life, right? I work with entrepreneurs, and, and, and I love, let me just add to that. I love working with entrepreneurs because you're right. You're, you're completely right. Is entrepreneurs are the change makers who change the world, right? Naveen Jain is changing the world. Elon Musk is changing the world. Yeah. Like these people, they're changing the world. They're entrepreneurs. They're doing something different. Steve Jobs changed the world. And all of us are, are in yes. that same position, right? To be able to change our world, our respective worlds. And that's why I love working with entrepreneurs. But yeah, we have the Get Real event, which is a three-day event. Total Rewire will also be a three-day event. But it's focused on entrepreneurs rewiring their thinking around relationships, around money, around health. Because if you don't have these three things, this is what I call the three, the three triads or the, the trilogy of the masses, right? Is that we're more blinded by health, relationships, and money than anything else because that's where emotions keep us most blind. So we rewire people and their challenges and traumas and their, and their, their root experiences and so that they walk away with income growth, clarity, their business, their mission, everything just grows and flourishes from that point forward to live and do what they want to do with their life. Yeah, it's a completely inspiring experience. Amazing, that's absolutely awesome. And it's coming on a April 9th, I think? Yeah, April 9th, 10th, and 11th is okay. the uh, Get Real Experience coming up virtually. So we'll have over 30 countries joining us um, from all over the world. So it'll be super inspiring to be able to do Amazing. that. Amazing. And really I'll be awesome. I'll make sure to write all the uh, information in the uh, in the notes, in the show notes. And uh, one more time, Doctor, thank you so much for sharing um, all the inspiration and all this uh, with my audience. I I, I am grateful for you um, and I'm really excited because you, you really touched on things that 
I personally passed through and I know that so many of my friends currently are going through and I'm sure that they will be so happy and so excited to listen to what you're saying and maybe check your book or uh, join your event. Uh, thank you so much for being here with me today and for your generosity of, you know, giving all the time to explain all the things to us. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Oh, thank you, Reem. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me into the, the community that's watching this. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Look, we, we, if we're going to live a different life, live an inspired life, we're going to have to think at a different levels. Einstein said it the best. And so I, I just follow the path and the, 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 the giants of the past. Love it. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, till the next time, I'll see you. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you've liked this episode and you want to go a lot deeper and you want to learn more about my philosophies and methodologies and tactics on leadership, business, finance, and mindset, everything that I learned and implemented to hit the seven figure while building the business around your life and family, if you want to create an impact and be a high achiever, then I really encourage you to check out my program, the Business Accelerator Lab. It's transforming lives because it's an implementation lab. It's the information there is really, really powerful and very tactical. You know, people have asked me before, Reem, how did you manage to get all that done in just a few years with no following, no external funding? And they asked, can you mentor us? They understand that all great athletes have a coach because a coach holds them accountable. Even superstars have a mentor because a mentor pushes them and challenges them and is honest with them and teaches them. And so if you believe that you are maybe stuck in your life or maybe you're successful but you want to significantly get to the next level, if that's of an interest to you and you don't want to waste years of your life trying to figure it out, then I'd love to tell you about the Business Accelerator Lab. It's my mentoring program where you're gonna absolutely love it. We'll talk all mindset, business, marketing, productivity, simply how to run your business and not let your business run you. It's exactly what I've done and how I managed to build three businesses all the way from Saudi Arabia while being a mom. The final thing that I'll leave you with is this. If this episode of the Entrepreneur Accelerator has been valuable to you, I would love it if you would share it with three of your friends in the next 24 hours so we can get the message out. I want to thank you for being here with me in this episode and I wish that you all received great value from it. If you'd like to know more about me and what I do, let's connect on Facebook or maybe you can book a power session with me at reemkharbat.com. That is R-E-E-M-K-H-A-R-B-A-T.com. One more time, thank you so much and I'll see you next time. Take care.